Hello Gemini, welcome. Thank you so much for listening to Embodied Astrology. You're tuned into the horoscopes for Capricorn season, which begins December 21st, 2021 and ends January 19th, 2022. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied intuitive and a consulting astrologer. In this offering, I'm going to give you my take on the overarching themes, opportunities, and challenges for your sign in the season ahead. And again, this is a horoscope for Gemini Sun and Gemini Rising. I always suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section, where you can also find written transcripts of these horoscopes if you'd prefer to read rather than listen. With horoscopes in general, Think of them as pieces of mystical advice and listen for the resonance that speaks to you. My words may not always entirely match your experience, so notice what you're noticing, make the meaning that's meaningful for you, and definitely feel free to take what works and leave the rest. Before I get into your horoscope, I do want to let you know about two upcoming classes. On December 22nd, I'll be offering a Capricorn season and solstice workshop. This is an embodied practice that includes creative visualization and support for working with your own chart in relationship to this season's upcoming astrology. You don't need to know about astrology at all in order to find benefit in this work. If you can't make the live event, the recording will be available through January 19th. On January 8th, I'm so excited to welcome Janice Lee, who's going to be facilitating an opening ceremony and guest workshop with Embodied Astrology called The Dandelions Are Prophesizing. Janice is a published author, a teacher, and a shamanic healer, as well as an incredibly gifted facilitator. This workshop will consist of a guided meditation, a free writing session, and a communal ceremony assisting with transformation, transition, and letting go. These are big themes in Capricorn season this year and in 2022 in its entirety. I'll be talking more about that in just a second. For more information on either of these workshops or to register, go to embodiedastrology.com and check out the workshop section. Please stick around at the end of this horoscope for some other updates and more information on how to connect with me and the Embodied Astrology community for support throughout this month and beyond. All right, Gemini, how are you doing? (laughs) When I'm tuning in with your horoscope, I am feeling uh, a lot of depth, a lot of intensity, a lot of power. I would say it feels really profound, it feels very potent in your being right now. Let's just start there. <laughs> Let's start with what's profound and potent. Over the last couple of months and in your previous horoscopes, I've been talking about death quite frequently. You have a lot of movement in the part of your chart that symbolizes death, amongst other things. I have a mentor who called this part of the chart, which is sometimes uh, also referred to as the eighth house. Um, She called this the altar. And she said that this is where we come to make sacrifice and to connect through a portal with the unknown. Death could be literal, it can be a metaphor, it can be a subtle energetic experience. Life and death are not separate, as you know, but also as you probably forget, as I do. Um, We live in the phenomenal world, and as human beings, we're really attached to life. And this sometimes means our lives, the lives of the people and animals and places that we care about, but also life in the sense of permanence or something that we can count on. 
um, we get really attached, right? It's the nature of being in these bodies and being in these lives is to be attached <laughs> to what is here. And it's also part of the conundrum of a human being's lifetime is that things are impermanent. Things change, people die, places shift. Um, our bodies get old and they get ill and we are fallible. And it feels to me like you are feeling this potency, that you are feeling the precipice of transformation and change. And that somehow, probably in many ways in your life, you are recognizing that things are not the same as they once were. And probably to some extent that there was never any same never any place of fixedness, that any memory that you might have had, any place of stability there might have been, um, it was always going to change. It was always already changing. And you may be experiencing now in your life the profundity of change, and that could be coming through the um, experiences of shifts, of departures, of endings or beginnings, it could also be coming through the experience of stability for some of you. I know this certainly happens for me, is that you know I can uh, work really hard to get to a place where, oh my gosh, it finally feels okay. And then in the okayness, uh, there can be a lot of fear and a lot of tenderness and oh no, what happens if this changes? Um, so I just wanna start with this feeling, with this potency. Um, and I keep saying potency because it is potent. I think that when we are on the precipice of change or when we're really holding the inevitability and the closeness, the proximity of death um, in our consciousness, then what we get is profundity. We get power. When we're trying to look away from it, when we're pretending that it doesn't exist, most of us get caught up in a lot of habits that are fairly deadening um, in themselves that kind of keep us from life. And I've certainly heard a lot of people say something like this, and I've certainly experienced it myself. But in the moments when things are taken away, um, and when there is a deep sense of unknown, these are often moments where the most powerful love is felt, right, and is able to come through and where we can really connect um, with others, with the world, with the truth of our souls and, and our spirits. So I don't know what's happening for you. I don't know what's happening in your life. Every Gem Gemini-identified person is different and experiencing different things. What I can say is that your chart is speaking to transformation. And it feels to me like a lot is happening for you in places that are fairly deep within your consciousness that you may or may not be aware of consistently. But I think it definitely has an emotional quality. And because you may not consistently be aware of what's happening for you, then this emotional quality can come up in kind of strange ways sometimes and so another way to say this is it feels like there's a lot that's going on for you in your unconscious and in your subconscious spaces and when there's stuff that's going on in the unconscious and the subconscious then it's everywhere 
and it's going to come into any interaction and any engagement and any thought that we're having and any relationship we're involved in, etc. So how do you bring what is unconscious or what is subconscious into a conscious space? I think that this is a big question for you. Um, over the last several years and certainly over the past 12 months uh, of 2021, you have been working to follow the guidance of your intuition in different ways. Um, intuition, I'm not talking about in the sudden striking of an idea. I'm really feeling that there is a sense that you are being guided somehow, that you are being pushed somehow, that forces that are greater than you are leading you on some kind of path. This could be what's happening in the world. It is a very chaotic time. A lot of things are changing rapidly. This could be what's happening in your environment, in your relationships, in the unpredictability of what other people are going to be doing, right? Or um, with anything that you might think is permanent, like your job or your home or something like that. There could be change that is happening around you that is pushing you on some kind of path. I think a lot of you are probably feeling some kind of compulsion, and I want to say that it feels like you're compelled from your spirit, from your higher self, or from the great beings that walk with you in this life, your guides, your guardians, your ancestors. It feels like you are being uh, pulled and pushed onto some kind of path, and your life does not look like you thought it would. And I don't know when you were thinking about this, but it could just be a year ago. But certainly if you think back to, let's say, uh, three or four years ago, kind of zoom back in your mind to around 2018 or 2017, your life is remarkably different than whatever you thought you were doing then. And how did you get here? You probably are scratching your head and wondering how, right? Like it's kismet, it's the weird happenings of life where um, circumstances entirely outside of your control that are bigger and greater than you have shaped your life and have pushed you onto this path. And over this last year, over this last 12 months of 2021, I think that you have been um, really working hard to take as much responsibility and power uh, and, and leadership as you can on your path with what you've been given, with what is happening in, this, in the spaces around you that is so deeply affecting you, that what is happening inside of you that is beyond your control. And the threshold of the solstice, which leads us into Capricorn season, is a really profound time. It is a time of polarity, of increasing and um, extreme light and dark at either pole of our planet. It's also a time of deep change when the earth is moving through uh, one of its quarterly markings, its passage that marks a really significant shift in season, seasonal light. Our bodies are earth. As the earth changes, so do we. We move at the speed of Earth, <laughs> which is actually incredibly fast and incredibly slow. So you are also in a time of great change and in a time of great turning. And over, let's say, the last decade plus, 
10 to 13, 14 years of your life. It feels to me like there's been um, a, a deepening process in your being that is pulling you into sensations and memories and experiences that really kind of force you to look at what you probably wouldn't want to look at or feel what you don't want to feel or think what you don't want to think. And let's call this shadow. <laughs> let's just say that over the last 13 years, um, one of your primary teachers has been shadow. Your shadow, but also others' shadows. The shadows in the world. And when I say shadow, what I mean is what is... Um, outside of the light, right? Like outside of what is illuminated. And it's hard to see in there. And a lot of things get, get gathered in there, can get dusty in the shadows. Um, it, it can be scary in the shadows. It can also be shady and a respite. Um, but right now in this particular time, uh, this season and moving into a new year, it feels to me like you are, like the gesture that I'm seeing is that you are turning and you are looking. And you are looking for what you have not seen yet and also what you know that you were not willing to see before. It feels like you have to look into the shadow. And to look into the shadow, and if here we kind of take the psychological association of shadow, which is the parts of ourselves that are repressed and unrealized, or the parts of ourselves that have been frozen in trauma and somehow um, severed, you know, from, from our more conscious egoic selves, it feels like you really want to see uh, what these parts are about. And that you're recognizing um, your capacity for healing, that you're recognizing your capacity for transformation, that you're recognizing that when you kind of gloss things over or push things away or refuse to talk about your feelings or refuse to admit that you have any at all, that this is actually not respectful of your power, that this uh, depletes your life force energy. And over the next several months until about March, it is a very powerful window for you to do some deep excavation. And this excavation is going to ask you to get into the nitty gritty, to get into the stuff that either you have turned away from or has been turned away from within significant and meaningful relationships in your life with people that may not even be here anymore. It feels like there are places in your psyche and in your spirit that are wound up in uh, misuse of power, in control mechanisms, in some forms of abuse. And when I say abuse, I really want to um, be clear and consider it with that word that we can abuse each other easily <laughs> in this earth realm. 
And when we live as we do in an era and a paradigm of abuse, where the dominant systems in the world are literally built on abuse, on extraction, on exploitation, on slavery, on theft, we're all wound up in it, right? We're all wrapped up in it. We've all been seeped in this toxic kind of stew that in order to survive, you know, we are forced to compete with each other. We are forced to misuse the resources of the earth. We are forced to objectify ourselves and our own bodies and each other and each other's bodies and the, you know, the, the sweet, tender goodness of our spirits. And it feels to me like you, uh, ideally are really feeling this, like, like you're aware of this and you're aware of these patterns and you're curious now about where do these patterns live in you and where do they live in the relationships that you are involved in and to what extent can you purify and purge and, um, release in in order to integrate where you have been disintegrated. And so over these next few months, some of you, uh, I think, might have some pretty important work to do in, in significant relationships. And again, this could be with people who are here or no longer here. And that might mean that they have passed on. It may mean that they are not present in your life anymore. But if there have been entanglements that are unwell, where there has been abuse, where there's been disregard, where there's been misuse of power, where there's been sticky codependencies that keep people from really feeling their own um, aliveness and potentiality, right, and and wellness, Um, whatever role in these relationships you may have played, it feels like you want to be accountable now to the roles that you have played and to the ways that you have been hurt and harmed and how you may have hurt or harmed others. And it feels like you have the capacity to recognize that harm exists within a continuum. You know, when when (laughs) most, I don't know if this is not true of anyone that does harm, you know, it's like, Harm doesn't arise from nowhere, right? There's a, there's a continuum, there's a thread. Like trauma is intergenerational, it's ancestral, it's collective. Beings just on their own are not inherently evil. I don't believe that. Maybe you do, I certainly don't. Um, and we, it's like we adopt pain. And so many of us, all of us, right? At various points in our lives, it's like we're trying to figure out what to do with all this pain. And a lot of it is unconscious and a lot of it is even, uh, you know, well-meaning, well-intentioned. It's like, shit, you know, like I really hurt you. I'm so sorry. And it feels like the feelings need to be felt. And these could be really old feelings. There may be experiences that you had 10, 20 years ago that you've been carrying around and it's like they need to be felt. These feelings need to be felt because you don't want to keep living these patterns any longer. And if you are involved in relationships where your intimate others or your family or your friends aren't feeling their feelings 
and they are relating with you in ways that are pulling you into entanglements and repetitions of patterns of pain, that, then that needs to be addressed. And if there are agreements that you are trying to make in relationships, and I think that some of you are involved in relationships right now where you're at a major transition point or transformation point, again, these are big themes in this season in 2022, um, you might be going through a really profound process with another person or with other people right now that is about for some of you, it is about deepening trust and clarifying commitment. And for some of you, also what that means is a loosening of your bonds and maybe a, a dissolution of a particular form of relationship. Some of you, it's going to lead you into deeper commitments. Some of you, it means that the commitments are really shifting and uh, you are parting paths or you're moving in different directions. Either way, the process of going through this transition, this transformation, um, is is important and it's going to take time and there are details that need to be sorted out and it's imperative that people are honest with each other and that there isn't information that's being hidden or pushed away because people are scared to talk about it and from now through March I cannot encourage you enough to have uncomfortable conversations and to have these conversations with yourself and with anyone that you're involved with. And these are particularly conversations surrounding the really hard stuff to talk about. Sex, death, money, power, entanglements, old stuff, you know, way back when, like when this happened, you know, it's still bothering me. And now we have 15 years of residue. We got to we got to clear it up. So the first 10 days of Capricorn season, which are the last 10 days of the year, this is a kind of predominant feeling, and I feel like you're in a very deep space. Um, some of you might be really close with death energy at this time. I want to be clear that I am not necessarily talking about people dying, and there are a lot of people dying right now. We are in a time of mass contagion, and there are other factors in your chart, mass contagion and violence. We are... There are other factors in your chart that are telling me that you are really feeling the world right now. You are really feeling affected. And so the first 10 days of Capricorn season may be a time when you are really deep in grief, when, when there is a lot for you to process. I don't know how conscious any of this can be for you in terms of talking about it, explaining it, like making it clear and articulatable to anybody else. It feels to me like you have to just surrender to what is moving through you. And that this is a very powerful time for ritual. This is a very powerful time for ceremony. Um, but what is being asked of you is to be present with transformation and present with change and present with uh, endings, which are also beginnings, because death gives way to life. And that is how it is on this planet. Life and death eat each other. The end of the year uh, really starts to open up a new phase in your life, which I think you've been starting to get glimpses of over the past year. And I, I'm feeling like this is really a phase for you of spiritual and creative development. Uh, but for some of you, it is, um, it's gonna, it could be highly confusing too, uh, in that 
how you are in the world and how you want to be in the world is really shifting. This has been true for you for quite some time now. Uh, and currently, what is available to you is a lot of expansion. Now, I, I want to put a caveat here. If you are not addressing uh, dynamics that are either internal for you or external in relationships that are abusive or addictive or entangled in ways that are like destructive, if you are not addressing those issues in the next few months, it will lead to intense confusion in your life. And your, your path in your life gets very muddled because you're, it's like you're not living your life. You are being wound up in some kind of addictive pattern. This is not all of you, okay? You'll know it if it's you. So if that resonates, I'm going to ask you, like, really look into that because you have a lot of opportunity right now to free yourself from what has held you back, but you have to be courageous. You have to be willing to look at it, to name it, to see it for what it is, to seek help and to help yourself. When you are able to look at what is holding you back, and this includes your fear, this includes uh, addictive attachments, this includes trauma which has not been named, this includes toxic secrets. This includes the kind of privacy that keeps you shut in where you don't ask for help and you don't reveal your humanity. This also includes misuse of your own power um, if you are on some kind of ego trip. If you, if you are the one who's really embodying like a lot of control or abuse over others. Okay, if you are willing to look at any of those kinds of patterns in your being, in your multidimensional being, the universe is matching you right now. The more willingness you have to look at what is hard to look at, the more the universe is going, yes, baby, it's okay. You know, you are a child of love. You are a child of us, of the great we. Like, it's like, when, when you can feel the feelings that haven't been felt, when you can own up to what has been hard to own up to, when you can loosen the bonds of entanglement that have felt like they're trapping you, when you can ask for help, when you can share yourself, it's like you get so much support to move into another dimension of your experience. And any kinds of practices um, over the coming year that help you connect to a greater source, to a greater substance. Um, this could be spiritual divine energy. This could be the, the nature, um, the universal is, the quantum, uh, all the same to me. Um, however you name it, however you identify it, the more you can connect with that which is larger than you and therefore release your ego, like release the, the idea that you can control other people, right? Like release the idea that you have to prove anything. It's like the more that you can kind of let go and let God, as they say, uh, the more you are carried on your path and in your life. 
When we move into the new year on January 1st and January 2nd, there's a powerful new moon on the 2nd, and there's a lot of energy around this transition that feels like newness, new year, new you, right? Um, so the first two weeks of January, I think you have a lot of clarity, uh, but not entire clarity. You have new ideas, you have an orientation towards the future, but there are reasons uh, for you to not entirely be ready to move forward. And so I really want to encourage you to be patient in those first two weeks of January, that even if you're having like, oh my gosh, I'm ready, let's go, this feels like this big idea, whatever it is, um, you actually are, there will be a need for you to kind of turn around and attend to some details. Now, for some of you, this is relational. For some of you, this is financial or resource related or health related. For some of you, this is about emotional integrity and alignment. Are you really on the right path? You need to give yourself that time. I would encourage you to give yourself all of February, all of February. And by the beginning of March, I think you know something about some kind of significant movement forward in your life, something that has to do with your path, something that has to do with your bigger purpose, with your big vision, with your big ideas. Uh, but don't rush the process. Be really patient right now and have the hard conversations, have the challenging conversations. It is so worth it. Even if it's not enjoyable in the moment, it is absolutely worth it in the end. On January 17th, there is a full moon that highlights um, survival, abundance, what you have and what you need. It highlights your finances and it highlights what you need to sustain yourself. This is a full moon that is asking you to let go of what does not sustain you so that you can open up and receive what does. This is a full moon that is really asking you to look at emotional patterning around scarcity and abundance and the ways that you keep yourself from receiving what you want because you mistrust, you fear, you um, don't listen to yourself, you don't listen to your own intuition, you're on your ego trip or something like that, but it's like you're outside of yourself. So the full moon is saying, look at yourself, baby. Look at yourself. See how beautiful you are. See how worthy you are, right? You, 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 you are a whole person. You want to say yes to what is trying to flow into you. And it might be confusing what's trying to flow into you, um, but my sense is what's trying to flow into you is love. It is this spiritual force and this feeling, again, of let go and let God. Like There is a lot of support for you, but you have to open up to it. You have to believe that you are worth it. This is a full moon that is a portal. It opens up a really significant energy that over the next two years is going to be kind of rocking your world, I think. And I started off talking about your intuition and over the next two years, your intuition is uh, growing. You are becoming more psychically sensitive. Um, you are also becoming more environmentally sensitive uh, for some of you, this is going to mean different things. It could mean emotional, physical, psychic, spiritual sensitivity. Um, you really have to take care of yourself right now. And 
I want to encourage you uh, as we move into the new year, if you have any practices of resolution or using the new year time to shift or change in your life, I would highly encourage you to think about practices of digital detox. Um, you want to be discerning about what kinds of information you take in uh, from your environment in general. I mean that through all matter and through all realms. I also want to say that this period of time requires a lot of cleansing and processing for you that also on, on the internal level, there's a lot of sensitivity. And so what is not supporting your life and your vitality, um, it wants to be let go of. This is a, a time for purging and purification, the, very much so in Capricorn season, but my friend, the next two years, like you really want to let yourself cleanse. You really want to let yourself purify. Okay, well, I hope any or all of that is helpful or interesting. Again, take what works and leave the rest. Um, if you want more information, more astrology from me, check out your year ahead report for 2022. I'm going to expand on everything that I said here and give you a lot more. That's an hour and a half long reading for your sign of the major themes, opportunities, challenges. I go through big planetary movements, retrogrades, eclipses, etc. You can also get support throughout the season and over the upcoming months by joining my uh, subscriber and membership tiers. I have a monthly offering of embodied astrology workshops. These are embodied creative visualization practices, support for working with your chart in relationship to the current astrology. I hold a virtual community space that is a really beautiful supportive space for learning more about astrology and working consistently with your own chart. I also have class offerings on embodied chart reading, learning the basics and foundations, um, and a lot more. You can find all of my offerings at embodiedastrology.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at embodiedastrology for regular astro updates. If you enjoy this work, if it brings benefit into your life, please consider supporting and sustaining it. The number one way to do that is by sharing it with your friends and on your networks. You can also subscribe, rate, and review, uh, leaving affirmative reviews, thanks, on your favorite listening platforms. Your financial donations are very appreciated and also very much sustain the production of this work. You can find links to leave tips and everything else I've talked about in the show notes. Gemini, please take care of yourself. Please be kind to yourself. I am wishing you all the best in this season and beyond. Bye for now.